Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. Well, I'm sure you caught the new intro. There's a lot all up and through there, and we're going to talk about that today, but I am excited I'm excited about the trajectory. I can never say that word right, but I'm going to keep it in here because nobody's perfect. Okay. I'm excited about where Monthly was going. (laughs) And if you follow me over on um, Instagram or threads, because that's the new thing that's popping these days, um, I've been kind of in and out the last couple of years. Um, I've had the girls home with me um, full time for on and off. Um, the last past three years, if you're new here, my girls are now four and five, the oldest is getting ready to go to kindergarten and yeah, it's just a whole trip, a whole trip in and of itself. We need your prayers over here. Okay. Thank you. Um, but I've been in between these worlds, right? Like it's like the world of work, trying to get things done at home, trying to keep things going with monthly you and my therapy practice. Um, and home, so trying to manage the girls and give them a good, happy space um, where they don't feel like mom is always working and she's ignoring me and she's here and present with me. Like those worlds have been colliding for a very long time. And so in some, I'm exhausted. On a lot of days, I'm exhausted. And yet I feel excited. And it's like those two things can be true at the same time. And I've actually been hearing a lot of stories from friends that are close from me and even some of you over on Instagram, how this season feels like this like resting place where you're like, um, I really don't want to sit still, which is like the, the thorn in the high achieving mama's side. Like we do not like to hear be still, sit, rest, <laughs> like take it easy, um, wait. It's like hearing chalkboard scratching chalkboard like we don't want to hear that but you know in the stillness I believe that God has been showing me his plans for me for my family for momfully you and so today we're going to talk about what those plans are so we're going to walk through kind of some shifts that are happening in momfully you and also the shift that I want to talk about as it relates to you and your family as a result of your healing Um, so speaking of God, because you've heard it in the intro, you've heard me kind of mention a little bit more here now and probably before. Um, but I am going to be a lot more vocal about my faith, a lot more vocal about how faith can play a role in our healing, um, journey. I am a born and raised Christian. I grew up in a Pentecostal church. 
I'm talking at church every Sunday, Tuesday, sometimes Saturday, choir rehearsal, just church. I'm a church girl, grew up as a church girl. And although, you know, the way that I, um, the communities in the church that I go to now are not necessarily Pentecostal, I do still cherish my relationship with God. I cherish um, the faith that I have. And when I first started Monthly You, my faith was a huge part of it. It was always a part of the equation, right? I'm going to help kind of this mix and, and mingle between all of these facets of who we are and, you know, what make us who we are and how can we balance and manage those things and make them mesh well together. But as my community grew, I started to rethink being so expressive about my faith. Uh, one of the reasons was, um, I'm like, oh my goodness, all these people and not everyone shares the same faith and like, I don't want to be offensive. Um, the other thing was, uh, in 2020, we saw terrible representations of Jesus. Um, and I'm sure you saw them too. I'm sure you saw them too. And I didn't want to be associated with them, the people, not the faith, but them, the people. I didn't want to be seen as them. And somewhere in my mind, it was like the only way to, to separate from that narrative is to kind of like, you know, tuck it in a little box. Maybe you mention a little here and there, but then that's it. But what in doing that, right, what I've learned is I've kind of felt like a part of me has been hiding, masking, um, not being my full self. We talk about in authenticity. We talk about like showing up fully you, sharing your truth. Um, and in a lot of ways, I haven't been as truthful about how my relationship with God plays into who I am and, and, and how um, I believe emotional health plays into that as well. And then another facet, and if you are a therapist, you could probably identify with this too. As therapists, we're, we're taught to be blank slates. We're taught to really leave our thoughts, our opinions, our religion, our politics, our um, uh, challenges, whatever, our history. We're, we're, we're taught to leave those things um, out of any information, any of our client sessions. And for the client, I do think that for the most part, that it's healthy. I also think, you know, sometimes it's healthy to share your story when it can help the client move forward um, in their healing journey. But I was taking, uh, you know, a lot of that blank slateness too of like, I'm only here to serve you, okay? I'm only here to talk about what you need me to talk about. But again, in doing so, I was leaving me out of it. And again, what I learned operating from a place of what people think or might think, because sometimes it's just a lot of head gunk. And I know you've experienced this before where you think maybe people are going to judge me for this or they're going to talk about me or going to say this or think this, blah, blah, blah. Right. But operating from that place of what people think or might think versus alignment will always have you hiding. And I'm tired of hiding. I'm tired of hiding y'all. Um, you may not be in this exact same scenario as me, but maybe it's happening in your job, right? Where there are certain things that are happening around you. You're seeing certain policies be made, certain decisions being made um, around you, and you're no longer in alignment. You feel this like conviction or this conflict every time you log in if you're a remote worker, 
or you go into the office, it's like something ain't hitting right. And you walk into that space having to hide that part of you that that sees a difference, that has a different perspective, right? Or maybe even in your marriage, there's some things that have happened that have been really hurtful for you and you've been masking and putting on this happy face of like, we good, we're all nice and fine and dandy. Um, but inside you want to really take that off and be honest about your experience or even in parenting, right? Maybe you've slipped off into some, some patterns and some cycles that you swore by that you would never, ever do with your children. And you're a little disappointed and you feel like a part of you is missing. It's been stripped from you. I get it. And let this kind of be your encouragement that you can always change your mind. You can always get back in alignment with what you value, what's important to you, even if you think people will judge you in the process. And so with saying that, I am well aware that not everyone who listens to this podcast or follows me on IG or consumes any of my other content is a Christian, right? So maybe you're tuning in and we don't share the same faith. Um, I want you to know that you are welcomed here that I will never shame or judge or criticize you. Um, In fact, I despise it. I think it goes against everything that God tells us about. Um, So you won't get that from me. You'll get the same chastity, just a little little bit more oomph, okay? You're going to hear about God Um, and my interpretation and how it it impacts our emotional well-being, Right. For some of you, you like now chastity, you cool, but I listen, I can't get behind this whole God thing, this Jesus, Holy Spirit stuff. I'm not gonna be able to do it. I've had negative experience. All I have seen are these judgmental Christians, or I've had, you know, I grew up a Christian, but it was I got hurt by the church. I'm I can't deal with that. And to that I say I get it. I get it. And if you're in that latter group and our paths have come to an end. Please know that I sincerely appreciate you for being here. And I hope in some way that my um, work has been supportive of you, right? For the rest of you who want to learn how to heal from hurt and childhood wounds, um, whether that be from your parents, from relationships, um, family, all of the things that kind of have happened along your life that could have been hurtful, Um, or cause some type of trauma, you want to live a well-boundaried life that makes space for you, the person, you, the mom, you, the wife, all while honoring God. Welcome to the new era of Momfully You. So as we kind of continue, I want to kind of shift the conversation into um, what I'm talking about when I'm talking about like shifting generations from you being able to heal, right? So I'm sure I have mentioned this before, but maybe haven't been as expressive about it, but I am a trauma therapist through and through, okay? Um, for my decade of, of being a therapist, I've worked with people as young as two and as old as 71, who for many reasons come for me, come to me to heal their trauma or to resolve their trauma in some type of way. Something has happened to them very young, obviously, if I'm working with children, middle age, and then even in older age where they're like, something has to shift. 
something has to change in order for me not to continue to operate out of this, right? I don't want to grow up to be the adult that is functioning out of hurt. Or if they are adult, I want to stop functioning out of hurt, right? And so most of what, most of what I have shared on the podcast um, and in my other content has been more of this like self-actualizing content, right? Let's get about self-care. Come on, look at this identity work. Come on, balance work life, uh, work mom life situations, right? And listen, yes, we need that. We need it all. Um, but we can't, step, we can't skip steps. When, when we try to skip steps, what ends up happening is we fall. I think, again, thinking about like, oh, the general good and maybe not everyone has had past hurt, right? I didn't want to be the overly deep therapist that always reminds you of your trauma and your past hurt. And let me just insert this in here. I am also not the person that thinks everything is trauma. And I'm not going to be like, you sneeze too hard. That's a trauma response. You're not going to get that from me, okay? <laughs> you're, just, you're not going to get that from me. Um, but talking about you know, how hurt influenced the way that you mother, and how the, the role of a mother is so important to passing down healthy cycles. And just because you've come from an unhealthy family or root, or you've been wounded in some type of way, does not mean that you have to pass that down to your children, right? That you are in a beautiful position to break cycles, not only for your children, but for yourself, before yourself, right? And I don't want to help you skip the line. Right. So talking about self-care and identity work and all the things that comes after we've unlearned functioning from your hurtful past. And you might be thinking like, girl, listen, again, I didn't come to Montfleur Avenue to hear all about the trauma, bring all that stuff back. I get it. This message is for folks who have been hurt, who identify with um, some things, some cycles that they typically blame on themselves. There's a lot of shame and blame that you put on yourselves when really it's tied to a deeper thing. And a lot of my clients, they know, they know that there's something there that, you know, they, their father wasn't in their, their life. Um, or maybe he was in, in the home, but emotionally absent. Their mom on the outside was perceived as being a good mom, but behind closed doors, she was giving silent treatments and being, being very critical and it was hurtful. Um, there's no underlying that there's something there, but trying to do the surface level things to intellectualize it away, read as many books and listen to me as, um, listen to a lot of podcasts to, to, you know, get it away. When really the root is calling out for our attention, right? So if you feel like you've had that past hurt, those childhood wounds, and you know, you want to transform what it means to be a mom, a healthy mom, emotionally healthy mom in your family, um, and the experience of generational shift, um, really experiencing the, the generational shift and saying that it ends with me, the cycle ends with me, Right? Keep on watching, keep evolving with me and riding along with me, right? So let's lean in about more about my, my trauma therapist background and more about um, why it's important for us to uh, 
um, to heal so that we can shift these generational cycles. So I'm going to take you back to like pre-therapist, baby therapist, chastity. Okay. And then catch you up from there. So, um, again, I've kind of shared kind of bits and pieces of my story, but I grew up in a single parent home. My dad was in and out when I was very, very young. And then when I was in the fifth grade, um, my mom and my dad divorced and, without giving too much of a a trigger warning um, from early childhood to early years in college and adulthood, I had a series of traumatic events happen to me. So in the therapy world, we call that complex trauma, right? Um, There is a combination of big events, a combination of small events that are traumatic enough to kind of uh, alter your perception, alter the way that you relate to the world and to yourself. Right? So I go to school to be a therapist, like mm, some of us, most of us do. Uh, we have our own stories that lead us to to this work. So my first in- internship was at this place called Youth Villages. It's a res- residential uh, facility for children and teens in foster care. Very, very extreme trauma um, and behavioral backgrounds, right? I'll never forget that experience. Um, my first encounter with like hearing the magnitude of trauma and how it's passed down to children and how it can manifest in behaviors and thought patterns and really uh, interrupt someone's life, right? So years go by and now I'm working with moms and children who've experienced trauma, but through domestic violence. Um, They have either it was the mom being battered or it was the child who had witnessed domestic violence. And so them having to work, walk through, walk the mom through her trauma, walk the child through their trauma, and that experience really kind of gave me a, um, a really good view of what it means to be a, a child, right, coming from trauma, what it means to be a mom who's healing so she doesn't pass those things down. And so when it comes to, like, Mom for You, this idea of, like, I get it. I, I get that it's I get that it's hard to be in a, a place where you have these negative experiences, right? And then you have kids and you're like, oh, So it's not just about the cute pictures, huh? I actually have to process these emotions that I feel. And I can't just tell my child to to tell me how they feel if I myself don't know how to do that. Okay, got it, got it. And there's this there's this longing that you have that you don't want to do it the same way. You just, you get it, right? So like both of those sides, I get both of those pictures of the child's point of view and the mom's point of view as well. So I remember, you know, working with this specific client who had come to me, a very young mom, and she came to me in tears and she was telling me, you know, all, all I ever want is that I have a healthy relationship with my son. Can you raise your hand if you're like that, right? That's all I want is a healthy relationship with my son. I want him to know that I love him unconditionally. I don't want him to look back on his childhood and be like, my mom was, you know, there's a lot of pain there, right? Or my son doesn't want to come to holidays and, and spend it with me because they're so fractured by the relationship we had in the early days. She's like, I don't want that, right? 
Um, and at the time, I didn't have any kids when I was working with her. So although I knew clinically how to help her personally, I didn't know a thing. Okay, I'm just like, yeah, I yeah, I understand, you know, kids, ma'am didn't have a clue. Okay. So after that few twists and turns, I then, you know, opened up my therapy practice, had my own kids open up my practice. And though, um, as the primary reason for helping them at that point was anxiety, because that is something that um, I had a lot of clinical knowledge around nine times out of 10, um, the clients were talking about their hurt when they came in. They're talking about their trauma when they came in. And so I'm like, well, I guess, you know, this trauma thing ain't leaving me alone. Okay. I tried to work just with anxiety and she's like, no, you're going to help the people with they hurt. Okay. And so, um, I think that after several years and years of sitting across from hundreds, thousands, if you know, of people, and I've seen time and time again, how these patterns of generations, um, generational cycles have impacted and altered and kind of filtered through the system of what we think we are, but really it's just the trauma that we're operating from, right? So meaning like the hurt, the challenges, the cycles, the burdens that go unhealed in the generations before you. So your parents, right? Or their parents, those things are the hurts, challenges, cycles, and burdens that are repeated in their children. And that's the most unfortunate thing, right? Because I heard a saying the other day, it's like, um, you can't convince a fish that it's in water because that's all they know. Trying to explain to someone that their environment is healthy, the way that they manage their uh, unhealthy, the way that they manage their emotions is not healthy, the way that they perceive um, relationships is unhealthy, the pressure that they put on themselves, the pressure that they put on their kids is unhealthy. If that's all they know, it's very difficult to pull them out of that. If that's all they know and they believe that that's the, the only right and good way to go about it, it's very hard for change to happen. But the more you know, the more aware you are of like, oh, I'm living in water, but I'm actually supposed to be more living on land. <laughs> so how do I get to the land, right? And filling in the gap is, is what I'm helping here, what I hope to help with, right? So this discussion of, you know, shifting generations, starting with the mom. And let me be like abundantly clear. It is not all up on you to heal every single thing and break every single cycle um, all on your own. If you just break one cycle, I think that's good. Two cycles, that's great, right? Don't put the pressure on yourself to like you're running so hard and so fast away from what you experienced in your childhood that you're like, I'm never going to be that. I'm never going to turn out like them. Because what happens is you paint this picture of a perfect mom, of a perfect parent, of what a perfect childhood should look like. And you burn yourself out trying to create this fake pseudo experience that then, then, actually aids in the very thing that you despise. You end up teaching your children, it's not okay for me to rest. It's not okay for me to make mistakes. It's not okay for me to um, change my mind about things. There's only one right, good standing thing and way to do it. Instead, we want to approach this as I'm growing, I'm healing. As long as I'm alive, I'm growing and I'm healing. 
right? And I can show, you can show your children, we can show our children because they're always watching. (laughs) Um, We can show them what it means to manage emotions, manage conflict, manage relationships, right? And sometimes we think it's all about being a better parent. And while being a great parent is all fine and dandy, and those are things that we should all aspire to be as a good parent. Um, But you have to heal you first, right? Like imagining decades from now, your child coming to you, they're older. I know it doesn't feel good. It makes you a little sad to think about when they're older and they're out of the house and they're living their own lives. I know, but just go with me. Imagine that they're older and they come to visit you because they want to, because they desire to, because there's such a deep vetted relationship and connection between you two that that's what they want, right? They're open with you and they see you as a safe place, which is what we all want, a true home for them, right? Imagine that they turn to you and they say something to the tune of, I'm so glad that I have you as a mom. You never really dismissed how I felt or made me feel horrible for making a mistake. When you messed up, You listened without defense. You acknowledged your part. You taught me how to apologize and change my mind. You didn't withhold your love from me by giving me the silent treatment or shaming me into obedience. You listened to me and you loved me unconditionally. You showed me how to have boundaries and relationships, even when it was uncomfortable and tough and hard. You never made me feel like I owed you my presence just because you're my mom, right? Your respect and your kindness and your love, all of those things have shaped me to be who I am. And they give you the biggest hug. And you just bawled your eyes out because everything you've ever wanted since you found out you were pregnant was to be a safe net for your children, the holistic safe net, right? And you knew from that conversation, as we're imagining, that the things that you did to fight to heal so that they didn't have to just melts your heart. And maybe you whisper a thank you as you're crying, right? And maybe sometime later, They get married and they have kids if they decide to. And then they model to their children what you model to them. That is the generational shift that happens when moms heal. It's not all on you. But man, do you have a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to play such a major part in it. Mistakes are are a part of the journey. We're not going for perfectionism, right? When you mess up, you apologize because you're not so tethered to being perfect that you can't fathom being wrong, right? That you're so focused on the control of the narrative around your family being perfect and happy and healthy all the time that you have no attunement to the blind spots, But when you kind of operate out of healing versus hurt, then you shift your generation, right? 
And lastly, I'll just say, I truly believe that God does, he doesn't take pleasure in our suffering, that he wants us to be healed. He wants us to be able to mold our children and raise our children with love, with kindness, with respect, with boundaries, and giving to them this great inheritance, not depression, (laughs) right? Not wounds, not things that they have to heal from. Maybe there will be hurt because we're human, but you know how to steward that hurt. You know how to steward them well. So again, they can pass down to their children this goodness, right? Being a mom is complicated, isn't it? And it's even more complicated when you have experienced childhood hurt and trauma. And I know with everything in me, I know, I know, I know what it feels like to be faced with breaking cycles and trying to build new ones. And if you're listening to this and you're like, yes, girl, (laughs) you read in my journal Um, and you find yourself kind of wanting to take on this stewardship to say, you know what? Yeah, I want to be able to have a more emotionally healthy way of managing my emotions, which might mean I have to go back and dig up some of those roots, right? I don't want to accidentally pass down these cycles to my children. Or, you know what, I want to, you know, have a healthy relationship with um, the way that I express myself so that I'm not stuffing my feelings down or showing up as angry or anxious or resentful all the time. I want to step away from trying to be perfect to prove, you know, who I am and that I'm worthy. And I don't want to people please anymore because I don't want to disappoint other people. Or maybe you just want to be better for yourself, right? So that you can give that to your children. If that is you, then I invite you to book a free call with me. Um, to see how I can support you in private one-on-one coaching. I know that when we work together, like helping you identify these things and heal from these specific wounds that are tied to your cycles is important. I know sometimes we hear a lot of information on Instagram and TikTok and all the things about, you know, this is a trauma response. And if you do this, this equals that. and And it just gets confusing. But no one knows your story better than you. And sometimes having someone walk alongside you to unpack that and to um, help you move from and operate from a place of healing um, in your unique way is what's most helpful. So if that is of interest in you, to you, (laughs) I encourage you to um, fill out a very brief form and schedule a call with me at momfullyyou.com backslash coaching for a free call. Again, that is momfullyyou.com backslash coaching. And as always, thank you for stopping by to chat with me today. I can't wait to do it again. But until then, take care.